Welcome to the Bernie Kosar Show with our top dog, Hanford Dixon. Woof, Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm Gabriela Cruz. We're alongside our main show producer, Big Play Dave. We also have Angry Ken in the house, of course. Uh, We're going to get to it with our opening drive. Browns have lost all three of their losses. They're giving up that fourth quarter lead. But should it have even come down to those mistakes made under pressure by that point? We're going to break it all down with our opening drive. How about some initial reactions from you guys, though? Well, I absolutely thought the way the Chargers were trying to give us that game yesterday, uh, uh, that we should be 3-2, and two, not 2-3. Two and three. If you just said Justin Herbert was going to be 22 for 34, only 228 yards, the first time he hasn't thrown for more than 300 yards on the road in five games, if you would have, with their weak running game, if you would have said they came into the game with for four games averaging 59 yards a game 236 yards rushing and they had 238 yesterday never would have thought that well I, you know it was just weird all that that whole game the way it all started and the way it uh played out and you hit it right on the head talking about justin herbert i mean this kid is just big he's just got a rock and he's their number one passing team in the nfl uh coming into the game yesterday but uh, it was just weird how everything turned out. We're going to get into it. We're going to break it down. And uh, uh, we're going to tell you what we think yeah. about the game yesterday. Number one, number one passing team and the worst running team in the NFL yeah. up until yesterday, unfortunately. <laughs> Let's kick it to Angry Ken, too, because I know he has oh, some Do we have to? No, no, oh, no. God, Gabby, please, well, please Gabby, save us. Today. Save my, us for My mission. mom says, why do you got to wear the sunglasses on the show? I said, because we never get a chance to put on the victory chain. The you didn't go to the I... Guardians game this weekend, did you? <laughs> In the immortal words of Josh Cribbs, the Browns almost always almost win. We got a lot to say. My head is about to explode. <laughs> Gabby, back to you. All right. Well, we did start off well. Jacoby looking good. We saw the chemistry with Amari and Njoku. Bernie, we're going to tee up this uh, first touchdown here for you to take a look at. Okay. We don't want kids hit. Ken's head to explode Actually, here. Second touchdown. He doesn't have the CTE. <laughs> the two guys on the desk here do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is going to put us up 14 to nothing. And we want to know what were the key to success between these two? You know, this is as gorgeous a throw and catch protection play as you could really get. Actually, the Chargers are in an excellent uh, defense for this. Look at uh, Amari Cooper at the, at the top of your screen. Dave, if you can go back to the beginning on this here. The corner has awesome outside technique. He almost is a a yard to a yard and a half. That's four and a half feet outside Amari Cooper. Amari knows he's going to be running to the outside. To get that corner to bite and really believe that inside move, we don't see him at the top of his stem. But we've talked a lot at length on the podcast, and Amari Cooper makes almost all of his routes look the same. He gets to the top of his stem, and he absolutely sells, sells with his footwork and his quickness the ability to get the corner's hips turned. And amazingly here, to get the corner to get up here, pressure his hips, and then get outside of him is exceptional. And look at the timing, the perfect pocket by our offensive line, and the Jacoby to lay that perfectly, where only Omari Cooper could get that. That's absolutely perfect professional football. And right now, at this point yesterday, how good, Top Dog, did all of us feel yesterday being a 14-0 at this point? Yeah, it, it it was just uh, it, it was just a perfect route because you talked about it. When you look at the way Amari Cooper 
ran his route. It was just outstanding because you hit on it. The corner already has an outside technique. And when I guarantee you, Jackson, who's a veteran corner, when he went through his film study, when he watched him, Amari Cooper run his route, normally what will happen is he'll take off straight up the field. Then he'll cut in toward the post probably for about three yards. Amari probably knowing that he was watching him took an extra step. An extra step. Extra step oh, toward the- that post. And then when the corner Jackson bit on the post, that's when he cut it back to the outside, and that's why he was so wide oh, open. Awesome point there, yeah. Top Dog. Yeah. To get that extra step. And for young receivers out there, young coordinators up there, sometimes you try when you're running routes, you try to be too fast, be too quick. You be patient like that. Sell your route. Sell the fake like that. And to take that extra step and really sell the cornerback and get him to believe and get his hips turned. Beautiful job by Amari And, and, and it's crazy we have to talk about this right now in a, in a professional level because you have to know where your help is and where your help is going to come from. And in this situation, his help was on the inside. inside and he inside. did not have to jump that route like he did. All right, let's switch gears, talk a little bit of defense here. We're going to tee up this next thing. Eckler with the touchdown run. Hanford, we want to know how does this happen? Boy, I tell you what. I mean, we thought going into this ball game, we were getting our two top uh, defensive linemen back, talking about Miles Garrett and Clowney. And uh, you could see right here, it just didn't matter a lot yesterday because, Bernie, you talked about it. This team was terrible rushing the football, absolutely terrible. But this guy is pretty good right here, talking about Heckler. He had a, that was a big 73-yard run, and that's what we're afraid of when you start bringing the linebackers up, guys. But here's what happened. As you guys know, we're missing Walker right now. Anthony Walker, who is the guy who really would be there plugging that hole? Phillips just got completely blocked on the pay on the play Phillips is number 50 right in there in the middle of the screen right there boom see how see how their action is the lineman is out on him got him blocked right here now you're going to see the back Eckler cut right off of that block and now what's got to happen is the safety was in a bad position. That was Grant Delpit, right? He was he in a terrible, he was in a terrible, terrible, terrible position right there because he is the guy that's got to make that play. And just think uh, Newsom and Delpit, they were able to catch him before he went in the end zone. Yeah, but, that, that tackle by uh, Newsom there yeah. actually reminded me of a, a statement that uh, Coach Marty Schottenheimer used to make. That looks like that's a touchdown. Sometimes guys would give up on that. Look where Greg Newsom starts at the top right of your screen there. He could easily, and he has man coverage, so he could easily get uh, not hustle on this play. But because of his hustle, he tracks down Austin Eckler, tackles him at the two-yard line, and we actually, instead of them getting a touchdown here, we hold them to a field goal at 14 nothing to keep it 14-3 instead of 14-7. That's actually exceptional. Exceptional hustle by Greg Newsom. And, again, the top dog for Austin Eckler. He had a came into this game four games into the 2-2 two and two record, and he comes in with 136 yards rushing in the whole season. <laughs> tra- and can't, cranks out yeah. 173 73. yards yeah. yesterday. So, you know, and af- that, that was the first play after that awesome Amari Cooper play. So we're up 14-0. That's the first play out. And that's something where, you, boy, you really want your defense to set the tone to make a play like that. And granted that, you know, Justin Abair is a, is a throwing quarterback, and they were probably anticipating pass there. You still you can't give up those type of big plays early 
early like that. And, no, that, and this I'll, isn't the first time this yeah. has happened this year. We give up a big play after we have momentum, and then it's completely gone. Hanford, how do you stop that on defense? Well, it's just crazy because you're right. I mean, yes, you sure. We gave up a 73-yarder to him, and then we also, this guy also had, uh, he didn't score in that play, but he also had another long run. He ran Damn. for 22 yards for a touchdown where he broke the plane. And our run defense just stinks. I mean, yeah, it just absolutely stink. Well, we've been talking about it through the course of yeah. the year is even before the season – the, the insecurity or issues that we felt about our, our team was our run defense. We talked about the, the linebackers being undersized before the injuries, and we talked about our defensive tackles being young, inexperienced, and undersized also before the season. Now when you get some bumps and bruises, you get a couple injuries, that unfortunately that's massively getting exploited this past Sunday, and unfortunately, Bill Belichick and the Patriots are coming to town and, with that type and, of mindset know, on film. And I know we got to wrap this up, but real quick, that's why we went out and we, uh, Deion Jones, I think it's the kid, we just uh, signed. We signed him. He's a guy from, uh, he originally went to school at LSU, but he's a linebacker, second round pick. So hopefully that'll shore up that running game a little bit. Yeah. Angry Ken just has to point out, he's on the injured reserve. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, he's coming from Atlanta. Yeah. And hopefully, yeah, maybe, yeah, a, yeah. maybe a D tackle like Dominic Sue or something. Yeah. Because you need to be a little – we have to be stouter. But, in the yeah, middle okay. of the he's so, still out there? Dominic Sue, yeah. yeah, where isn't he available? Now, somebody said he's about 500 pounds, but that might be better than what we got. <laughs> well, if we need we need to really solidify that middle of the pocket, middle of the line of scrimmage right now. And if he's 500, that'll be good because yeah. we know there's nobody's going to move him. Yeah, so he's going to be moving. right there. Yeah, nobody's he's going to be moving right, that yeah. big dog. He's going to be right there in the middle. <laughs> Let's keep breaking down the defense here and take a look at some coverage. Uh, Hanford, end of the first quarter. We're up 14-3. Uh, Mike Williams gets targeted. Denzel Ward was all over him here, but he's a little behind him. Break down this coverage for us. Yeah, well, what happened here is you got Denzel and Mike Williams, who is uh, by far their uh, best receiver. I mean, this guy's a big, this guy's big target. Special. I mean, he is special. I think when you look at his numbers yesterday, he had 10 catches for 134 yards. I mean, look at him. Now, Denzel actually had pretty good coverage on him right here. But what he didn't do, uh, Mike Williams just wanted the ball a little bit. Uh, he wanted a, a little bit worse than better than he did. Look, watch this. Watch it. Watch Denzel. See him? Out, he's all over. The ball is up in the air. Look at Mike Williams. And he made a couple of catches yesterday like this. I think one was on Denzel and one was on uh, – uh, other corner over there, but that's okay. Denzel, you live with this one because yeah. he had pretty good coverage. And that's there's nothing, except, yeah, there, that, yeah, there's nothing you could do about that. Yeah, we, we were talking last week that I, I, I think our corners are better suited for man coverage like this. In man coverage, sometimes these things happen. Denzel actually does an exceptional job there. That's a just a gorgeous but, throw and catch. And actually, in the old days, those are you're aiming now yeah. for those high balls because yeah. so, you can't touch yeah. anybody so, like so that. So this is a question for you, Hanford. Okay. In that situation, because you got a taller receiver, do you teach the corner to go for the arms? Well, knock the ball out on the arms because he's going for the ball there. Well, yeah, what he, what he should do, because you're going to see another one like that. Uh, in we, the old days, Hanford would have grabbed those right, arms. Right, right. Tugged, you, been, that elbow would have been chewed gonna, off. You're going to see, <laughs> you, you know, well, you, maybe you're not going to see it here, but later in the game, I mean, there was another catch uh, he had on Emerson, who is a much taller uh, cornerback. But what I used to always do and what I think you need to do, a big guy like that, you can't let him off the line of scrimmage. You can't let him off the line of scrimmage. You got to bump him right there on the line of scrimmage. And and I used to love, actually, when they were big receivers, because when they were big receivers, they can't really 
uh, get off the line of scrimmage. So the problem is where Denzel got in trouble, the first he started right off where he let him off the line. He probably just turned and started to run with him because he's thinking that this guy can't run away from him. But you've got to bump him at the line of scrimmage because I'll tell you and I'll tell you again and I always used to say this. When you have the quarterback – and when that quarterback take his drop and he look over there at that you and that receiver and you got that receiver tied up on the line of scrimmage, he's got to go somewhere else with the ball because he don't have time to wait on it. He Because if he's waiting, especially when you got two guys like uh, Miles Garrett and Clowney rushing a quarterback, you don't you, you got a clock that's ticking in your head. So that's the problem where Denzel got you know, in trouble. He just didn't bump him at the line of scrimmage. And, and you know what? And to, to Denzel and to the – the Browns situation. That's actually kind of a league-wide trend right now. Yeah. Is you're seeing corners now yeah. in their press in their press coverage do impress they're pressing and they're trailing basically and they do the trail and catch up with it. Whereas in the old days, um you were way fit, way more physical, especially in the that first 5 yards and you're still allowed to hit in those first 5 yards. You right. have to slow. Right. You have to slow them down in my mind right. to top dogs part uh point is us QBs. If we look up there and you're stoned up and you're 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 dancing in in just a couple yards downfield, I'm probably coming off that. If I get a free release and I see you streaking down the sidelines, I'm probably going to take a shot at it because and not to be funny here, but cornerbacks, if you guys could catch, you'd be <laughs> wide receivers. So in the way the rules are set, oh, oh you're taking a shot at us. Yeah, huh? That's well, all right. That's all right. <laughs> But it's true. true. Yeah, it's true. And the it's way true. the rules are set, you're at such a disadvantage there. So if you got a free release and you're down the field, you're really almost in a catch-22 position there. All right. So we got the Chargers drive continuing on us and the run game continuing to crush us. We got another play here for you. We want to know, this is a touchdown run by Joshua Kelly Hanford. Whose job is it on the goal line to cover the outside? Boy, I tell you, this is this is this is a play that I get mad and I'm like angry Ken when I watch this one right here. It just really upsets me because when you look at it right here, you're gonna see. And I'm not picking on Denzel. I love the kid. I mean, I love him. He's got. Uh, I mean, I love his mom, his family. But anyway, you see him right here. He's got outside responsibility. Okay, this is his zone. What his he, he's got to do is if the play bounces to the outside. He's got to be in position to turn it back in, not let it get outside him. You see him right here. Watch him. He's going to get caught on the inside, peeping, peeping, and now it's too late. He can't Watch him try to get back to the outside, and he just can't do it because those guys are so big and they're so fast that they'll run right by you, and that's what happened. The mistake right there was Denzel Ward not keeping his outside leverage and letting the running back get outside. So, so Hanford, this has been going on and on and on, week after week after week. In the defensive meetings today, when they're watching the tape, what could Denzel possibly say he was thinking there? Well, that's what I would want to know, because if I was Denzel, defensive back coach, he would have to tell me, Denzel, you know what the defense is. You know what your responsibility is. Just tell me what were you thinking so I would know. And he wouldn't be able to tell me. He, he'd, well, probably, he'd probably look at me like I would look at the coach if that was me. I would just look at the coach and I would just say, Coach, it's my fault because I know you know, how the defense is designed. Well, I, 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 I agree with that. But also, to, and again, I'm not trying to be an apologist mm-hmm. for the players and for Denzel there. But – at that point, it's still in the first half of the game, and we're such creatures of coaching and statistics that when we go into this game, you know, we're uh, the Chargers, again, the worst running team in the NFL. 
uh, Justin Ayerberg, the best thrower in the NFL. So, so much. We talked about this on the first play on the Austin Eckler long run, and now on this touchdown here. It's almost like we're anticipating pass, yeah, and we're gearing towards pass so that we're cognizant of pass first. Because the Chargers haven't been a running but type team, so that, that, that's not a good reason for it. Because you have to play each play but, on its own objectively. But you're sometimes you're predisposed from your scouting reports, and you're ch- almost guessing, uh, guessing a little bit or well, anticipating that a throw is coming. And right there, that's a run formation me, that they hadn't shown. Yeah. They hadn't shown in their first game, so it's a new formation that probably right. caught them off. Well, guard. let me say it. You're saying it just like a true quarterback, because you're hoping that we think the way you're thinking during that play, so you can. So you. It's you, the chess match. Absolutely. 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 All right. Let me absolutely. tell you what an angry fan is thinking. <laughs> Nobody's home. Where's the Where's the corner? Yeah. Where's the corner? And and, anyway. and you're right, Ken. You're absolutely right on that. We, you know, you you have to play the defense regardless of uh, uh, what you think they may do or what they haven't done in the past. But the so, defense is designed on that particular play where the corner can't let anything get outside him. If it's a pass, he's got deep. He's got that deep outside. And if it's a run, he's got to come up, support the run, turn it in, squeeze it in, squeeze it in. So, squeeze so it real in quick, real quick, all your help, help is coming from the inside. Real quick, Hanford, help what's the key from. there? Because we've seen this time and time. And what's Denzel looking at? Real quick, what's he looking at? And what did he miss? Well, and the, and the, he, he he was looking at the as the receiver. He was he got, instead of uh, watching what's going on in the backfield because if it was man to man, he can look at the receiver. But you could tell he wasn't in man to man. He was in a zone. So what you do is you come up. And first of all, you got your you you got to have your outside technique. But you're right. You got to be you got to be looking in the backfield to see what's happening. So you come up, you hit him, you take him on with your uh, inside shoulder, and then not losing leverage because you can't let anything uh, get outside you. You got to turn it back in. That's the whole problem he didn't turn it back inside to let the pursuit catch let up the pursuit too. catch up I, I know what you guys are saying when i watched that play over and over again he just kind of runs into a bunch of people i don't even know should, what he was doing right you're exactly right i mean it wasn't like he was gonna try and cover the receiver well, he, he just running, like closed his eyes and ran into the point he's running in like it's almost a man coverage all right, we're going to skip ahead now, guys. Um, so, Browns were able to hang into it for the most part. It's 30-28 into the fourth quarter. There's only 255 left to play, 3-7, and seven, all our timeouts remaining. We want Bernie to break this one down. Um, maybe maybe the, just that Browns bad feeling you got in your gut. But Jacoby once again throwing a pick in a really tense situation. I know, Hanford, you've said it before, pressure makes the pipe burst. What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I, I don't think it's pressure making the pipes burst here, but this is, I got so many thoughts on this, and obviously when this happens, you're sick. From a quarterback perspective, from Jacoby's perspective, I, I know this is something that, unfortunately, until the CTE takes our memory away, he's going to remember <laughs> this every day of his life. This is, this is something where you don't sleep at night after this. But on third and seven like this, it is, this is almost prophetic to what we talked about last week. Here we have fourth and four last week on the opening drive, and so many people were saying, how come he didn't throw back across his body, and how come he didn't see Nick Chubb? And it looked way open last week on that. So as he's doing this um, this week, he probably has in his mind, he is remembering the Monday film sessions where against the Falcons, he rolled right like that. 
and saw Nick Chubb open. So he looks back here instead of this time looking looking and staying right. Third and seven, down two, two and a half, two minutes and like 20 seconds to go. You need to keep the clock running. He could probably if you could absolutely have run Ryan. for it. And even if you don't get the first down, you're able to stay in bounds and now you're making a basically a, a 20 yard field goal to take to take the lead here. Well, uh, pressure does bust a pipe, and I think that's what happened here. It did bust the pipe because I want you to see that run that I run that. I'm gonna show you something real quick on that particular play. Okay, and you're absolutely right. He should have ran it and it, he'd have ran it, probably would have got the first down. But Here's why you don't throw that ball. It's totally different from uh, last week, and I'll tell you when to stop that thing. You look at it right there, hold it. How, look what you see. One, two, three. There's another another defensive player back there, four. There's nowhere to throw this ball. I don't know what he's doing. There's nowhere to throw it. Now let it go. There's mm-hmm. nowhere to throw this ball. Boom. See it right there? Look in the screen. Mm-hmm. There's one, two, three, five, four, six. five. Five, at least in five, six in the end zone. There's no way. There's no way you can get that ball in there. There's no way. So it was a total disaster. And right when Jacoby Brissett get me, Bernie, a little bit on his side, he's starting to lose me. Because when you look at it, he's thrown three interceptions. All three in the of fourth it, quarter. You got it. And Bernie, there, it's it. third and seven. We're down two. There's two minutes and 49 seconds left in the game. God. If you're the quarterback, what's going through your head when you're throwing that ball? Are you are you just sliding and taking the field goal if it's not there? Let me say what this should before he have you done? answer that. Let me say this before so you a- answer that. See, that's where – and I'm not just saying this because he's sitting right here. That's why you need a guy like Bernie uh, on that sideline, in his ear, uh, talking to him, making him aware of certain things at, that, at this – time of the ball game and, and I, I i'm sh- i don't know what they're doing but it's crazy to me go ahead yeah i i would